everybody. Welcome back. This is your girl, Leah Lola. And Tiffany. And we are Real Moms from the Block. What's up, everybody? Thank you for coming back and listening to another episode or watching another episode on YouTube of Real Moms from the Block. Please don't forget to hit that like button, that subscribe button, and that notification button. And follow us on our social media platforms on Instagram and Facebook and yeah, we are running a contest on Instagram this month, and this is our very last week to pick one last winner. Jump on it. I was going to say winter because I was thinking Christmas. Christmas is coming. She's already there. Oh my God, Christmas is coming. That's crazy. How many, how many weekends do we have left? I don't know, but did y'all go Christmas shopping yet? Because I know I didn't. Nah, I haven't gone Christmas so, shopping yet. I got to start like next week. For real, for real. I can't start in October. Look. It's the last week. Look, yeah, I'm trying to focus on getting my Halloween on y'all this week. So, first and foremost, you have not got to enter this contest. Go Do to it. our Instagram account. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. On our Instagram account, find this week's picture of our Starbucks giveaway. Underneath that picture, post three of your mom friends. Mm -hmm. Tag them in that picture. And we will enter you to win. Now, if you won the previous two weeks, I have a hair on my lip, y'all. We're not going to choose you again. But We're not just to spread again. the love, okay? But if you want to spread the love, we appreciate the love. Yes. So you got to do those things, and we'll hook you up with a Starbucks card so that you can go get, because I think they about to run out of this, pumpkin spice cream cheese muffin warmed up keyword. warm it's so good warm and whatever you know and whatever drink, drink that you want to do now obviously if you're allergic or something and can't do the muffin you can get whatever you know you can get whatever, whatever you, you want. want it's a gift card but, but we're encouraging that because that muffin is bomb and yes. i must say we are not sponsored by starbucks or any of its affiliates no we're not sponsored we're just spreading the but love but if you would like to starbucks sponsor. sponsor us that would be fantastic i'm just saying we here for it we here for it we here for it so now that we've got all the logistics out of the way what are we talking about this week oh my gosh okay so this week i think that we should touch on isn't this cozy it is because i'm this cold. is how we this is a, see we're inviting you in to what this this is just a, this is how we've been for the past we're this close too we yeah. literally sit like this close and just be talking and just be talking so we except we're like this combo yeah that's true but i'm trying to invite y'all we're the trying combo, to invite you into so. the combo so but literally she's wearing a blanket i love pillows on my lap because and i eat like this how many of y'all put a pillow down if you're eating or watching tv and you put your plate on your pillow like a table I like your that. pillow's a table mm -hmm. i love that pillows are like I just caressed it sexually. Pillows are like sexually. What the hell? I went. I went. I'm feeling myself with these hormones, yo. I told you you can't look at trees, vegetables, pillows. I gotta add pillows now. I'm just saying. Listen. Pillows are the thing. She does the blanket. She swagged my blanket. I do. I I have to be cozy. I'm always cold, so. So she was like, "You have to be my present on the camera." See, I'm, I'm just so used to talking to her, so you're going to see me look at her and look at you and look at her and look at you. So look I'm trying to teach her. You got to look at camera so that y'all can see us and we can see you. I do. I if contact. you want to follow me on uh, a Hot Tea with Leah B, is that what my thing is? Yes, yeah, Hot Insta Tea with Leah B. B. Insta, it's Hot Tea with Leah B. It's Hot Tea. Hot Chai Tea. I love Chai Tea. With Leah B. But anyways, guys, 
If you want to enter into the, the, the contest, be sure to like, subscribe, and to um, comment your three people below the Starbucks picture for this week because this is the last week that we're doing this contest. And then we are rolling into the and moms, Thanksgiving season. Tag your Halloween experiences yeah. to us, and we will post them on our storyline because we want to be more social media interactive. And yes. you gotta help us because I'm good with it. Shame. I just, I just shaded her with a side it's finger. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. She's a working progress. She's a work in progress, okay, okay, okay. But okay, so this week we are gonna be talking about the fact that we touched on a little bit last week. We were both teen parents. Now obviously- We were touching about, we touched about teen parenting? We did. Kind of indirectly. Indirectly, but not like in the fact. We just, we just straight facts. We were talking about body image. image. But you know- I went there a little bit. I had a little childhood trauma I had to let loose. Right, but you know, she, had she what you uh, pregnant at 17 i was had pregnant at 17 your first child at 18 17 oh at 17 too yes. okay i got pregnant at 16 had my first child at 17 and so i got pregnant literally on my birthday i remember you told me i wished her on my birthday cake that's how special she is that that is how truly god sent this child and she got really good teeth too <laughs> I should post a picture of her. She's like my most outgoing extrovert ever. Mm -hmm. Ever. But, um, yes, we were both 17. Yeah, so we want to talk about a little bit of our teen mom experience. And then also talk about the comparison between our first birth. The middle birth. And the last. Jesus, those last ones. Belly is just kind of like Nani. Mm -hmm. Good luck.
my best friend at the time had a child mm -hmm. and she made it look super duper easy and i was like well this is my ticket out like i have some someone i can love and this someone will love me back and i'm gonna start my own family and i'm gonna kind of like in my eyes i was like i'm gonna i'm just gonna do it my way not necessarily the right way but i was just gonna do it my way mm -hmm. and um then I started getting like in the thick of pregnancy and I was like, whoa, what did I do? Not thinking about my whole life and people were talking about financially and what are you going to do and how are you going to maintain and where are you going to go and where are you going to live and how are you going to take care and feed this other little, how are you going to feed this other person that you're supposed to be taking care of? And then reality started setting in and I was like, oh crap. Like, what am I going to do? I can't live with my... I was living with my dad. I was like, I can't live with my dad forever. I really got to buckle down and seriously start thinking about what I'm going to do. And you just... It's very hard at 17 to have that world mindset of knowing what you need to know. Because you're still 17. You have mm -hmm. a 17-year-old brain. You have a 17-year-old mindset. You have 17-year-old experiences. You can't really go beyond that because you're 17 years old. So I just had like my 17 year old experience, mine. Like I, I couldn't see beyond that. I didn't know what life was gonna be like beyond 17 years old. Now being 47 and looking back, you know, I've had a wealth of experiences that I can impart into a 17 year old. But even still, if I was to sit down when I talked to you, when she was 17, I was what, in my 30s? And I had had my last child, and you know, you've lived like a whole entire, it seems like a whole entire life, but you still can't prepare that 17 year old girl for what she's getting ready to encounter. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's really a grace. Mm -hmm. It is the grace of God getting through each child, getting through each pregnancy. Yeah. I had Michael, your husband, my son, and that was a little better. It was like a couple years later. And if you're young, the key is having them kids close apart because <laughs> they, they entertain each other. That's true. As opposed to like with my, with my last one, she's 14 years, 14 from my daughter year difference and 12 year difference from my son. Mm -hmm. And it kind of, I saw with her growing up, it kind of, it grew her up a little faster. Mm -hmm. Um, being around all her older siblings, but I don't know. What do you feel about being 17 and being pregnant? I think mine was definitely a shock and a like I was not wishing on no birthday cake for that situation. <laughs> no, you came and told me Christmas all. Eve. I did, and I'm like I I'm not going to that. Like I found out. And what did I on do? Christmas Eve? You cried. Why? I, because you said that I don't understand what I'm getting myself into. And that it's not going to be easy. And I, and I, and I, this is the thing. When I found out I was pregnant, I, I found out I was pregnant on Christmas Eve. I was actually, she was taking me to my hair appointment. Mm -hmm. I, I'd asked her previous to finding out I was pregnant to take me to my hair appointment. I was going to get my hair perm. This is before I went natural. And I'd asked her to drop me off in my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband. My son. Yeah. Was coming to sit at the <laughs> hair salon with me. With my my son. son. Yeah. Was coming with me to sit with me at the hair salon while I got my hair done. And I, um, I, you know, I took the test that morning. I found out that I was pregnant, and I told Michael. And Michael walked to the house that morning. I don't know if you know that, right? He yeah. walked to my house that morning because I had to walk the dog. We had a dog named Frankie. And I went to walk the dog in the morning. And I showed him the test, and I was like, 
what the hell we're gonna do? Like, what the heck are we gonna do? What did he say? And well, when I told him the first time on the phone, he didn't believe me. He's like, nah. He wanted to see the test. And he was like, you're lying. I'm like, I'm, I'm telling you, I would never. Like, why would I? This is not a joke. They saying mm -hmm. April Fools. Like, what? What April are we gonna Fools do? Exactly. Surprise, and um, surprise. And he was like, no. And so that's the yeah, guy. He walked me to see the test, and, and I was like, there it is. Like. It was, it was clear blue. Says it. Players, play, you know, plain as day. It's not even two lines. It says it. Pregnant plus. That was it. And I was just like, seventeen. What the hell did I you do? You know, I. Too. You have to understand. You know, I always had big dreams for my life. You know what I'm saying? I I had was taking high school classes in middle school so that I could have great. Like I was always having good grades so that I could, you know, maybe become a doctor or something. Like, I, that was my aspiration. And so it, it this does, because I was going to go into, I was going to go into, the, I wanted to be an assassin. So I truly. <laughs> I remember this. You're so crazy. Go ahead, girl. I truly believe God gave me a child to slow my mind because <laughs> I was ready to go to the military and kill people. <laughs> For real. I had anger issues. She's like, I am about to. I'm about to. Sniper the crap out of this, but and yeah, and and yeah, it does. It throws a monkey wrench into in your, your, whole plan. In your whole plan, your education, your friendships, your relationships, yes. everything. And I remember that day. But you had the support. I, you, you know, this is the thing. I remember that day. That day was, I, I was in shock. I was in shock. But I also knew at this time, I was also having a trip coming up. I was going to go to something called HYC, which is a holiday youth convention in Ocala, Florida. And I was going to, and I had already had that paid for. I was about to leave like a couple of days later, and that mm -hmm. was going to be a couple of days that I was going to be gone. It was a church conference. It was a church conference. And <laughs> they were church kids. And yeah. And Just for you church moms. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and Michael was like, you're going to go to this trip. Something can happen. You can get hurt. You know, no, if nobody knows. You need to, we have to tell them. And I was like, it's Christmas. We cannot tell them on Christmas. And but he you was like, my son cannot hold water. He can't. <laughs> the man can't hold water for nothing. Oh, my God. And and I was like, honey. It's a sticker. He's like, I got a I got sticker for you. I'm like, honey, you could have saved that. You know, but it's all right. It's fine. You know, and it's a blessing and a curse that he yeah. can't hold water, you know. So, anyways, um, you know, I. I was like, we can't, and he's like, no, we have to because I don't want you to go on this trip. But I was like, and I can't like back out of the trip that was already paid for without having a legitimate reason. So, yeah. And um. But you guys telling us as opposed to telling your side is quite so different. Yeah, exactly. So and that's I know you were processing this. You're I was like, like how first of all, she called us the Brady Bunch family. She's like, I can't tell my family, y'all Brady Bunch family. They might take. Yeah, may may take this a little bit better, but my situation, I come from an island family. If there's any island listeners or any people from, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. It's a whole different breed. You know what I'm saying? So when I, when I came to this realization that this is real, this is not like I'm not having a nightmare. Like <laughs> this is not like a dream, and I'm not having a nightmare that I can't pinch myself and wake up from this, and now I have to deal with it. At that point, I was like, all right. This ain't about me. This is not about my emotions anymore. This isn't about how scared I am. This is about there's a person growing inside of me and I can't I can't do something selfish and hold off prenatal care or nothing because of my own self decision. At that point, from the moment I found out I was pregnant, 
I, I started already changing my mind. Yeah, that on, was on everything. Yeah, that was it. even if there was an inkling of anything, the nurse in you was like, nope, nope I'm there an is incubator no. now. Yeah, literally. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I, at that point, I could no longer. And I think during during my early stage of pregnancy, there was people in my family that was like, "You're being selfish, you know, for deciding to keep my child and everything like that." But you know what? Like, what they didn't understand is that I was not thinking about me. You know, when I was growing up, I always liked little baby dolls and. Like, I was like Bella. I would turn everything into a baby. I would, And I think in their head, they thought that I was just going to play with house. But I wasn't thinking about it, about playing with house. I was thinking, this is a person yeah. that didn't choose this. You know what I'm saying? God gave me this baby, regardless of the circumstance. Mm -hmm. And I could not... I couldn't live with myself and knowing I think, that I didn't. You know, you know what I'm saying? That like, kind of makes me mad. What you just said, keyword, is kind of like... You knew, and I knew the responsibility too. It's like you know the responsibility, and you and you realize it. That's why that's why the worry sets in because exactly. you're like, oh crap! Like I have another life I have to take care of, and yes. I feel like when maybe your parents and when I know my parents, they didn't understand that. They thought I didn't understand the circumstance, yeah. but it was like, no. The only reason why I'm doing this is because yeah. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. Is the only if I if. Selfish. I'd be like, bump that. I want to still go and become what I wanted to become, and go off to college and do all these things that I wanted to do, and go to prom and like, like. But at that point, I no longer thought about my own aspirations, and I decided not this to say is now. you haven't made a choice, right? You know what I'm saying? Everybody's That's choice everybody's is personal. Yes. But my my thing for that is just, I wish my parents would have respect my decision, my decision making yeah. at my age. Yes. I mean, it may look irresponsible because, again, like, she was with my son. And yeah. now now I'm looking at my son, who's 16, going into 17, kind of going down the same path. That's why I cried when they told me because I was like, it's going to be so hard. It's not – I didn't say, you're not going to be able to do it. Exactly. She just said, it's going to be, be hard. hard. Yeah. But I'm here. Yeah. Because I knew I did it and I made it. Mm -hmm. And I knew that she, I, I taught my son better. So even if they didn't stay together – that little, <laughs> that little mofo was going to stay there and take care of what he needed to take care of. I wasn't worried about that. So, I, you know, I knew that we were going to be apart. Like, we were going to help her. Like, there was no, like, I was going to leave her high and dry. Mm -hmm. But I just said, I just was like, damn, this is going to be, this is going to be, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make things a little extra that it didn't have to be extra. Because, you know, honestly, even though my son's not really a school person, I know God gave me a vision for his life, and now I'm like, now it's going to be delayed a little bit. Just delayed. Not not gone. It mm -hmm. just gets delayed or redirected. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I think it definitely was a game changer, and it definitely changed my whole perception. Mm -hmm. I decided at that point, you know, like, you know, and then, and then, when, when you're that young, you know, people who are listening, maybe you have a child who's going through teen pregnancy or you are a teen mom about to become a mom or vice versa. You guys need to be very vigilant on what you say and what you repeat over and over to people who are teen parents. Because, you know, when I was young, when I was, before I had my child, before I, before, when I was pregnant, I remember them saying, you know, you're not going to be able to provide for this child. You're not going to be able to do this. And even to this day, I have to catch myself and be like, 
you don't need to hold on to every piece of clothing that your child has yeah. and every can and everything because you feel like you still have this this little like little whisper in the back of your head that you're never going to be able to provide for your child because you started so young. I mean, but in retrospect, we exactly. But still, I have a whole box of canned goods in my child. Like, <laughs> not even COVID well, related. But that about the spirit of, uh, of, of scarcity. Of scarcity. <laughs> scarcity. But you get what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, you have to be careful, and you have to. I, I feel like the biggest thing that I took away from that is, God forbid, I get put in that situation. Is that just like you said? You just gotta be there for them because. Yes, you can make them un help them to understand the severity, but they ninety percent, fifty seven depending on the person, seven percent chance they understand. If they choose to keep that child, they understand. They understand the severity of the situation, and all they need is just somebody to just be there with them through it. And Unless I, their mental capacity is not on. Exactly. And then, then, but then I, you got to reevaluate. I was well. already like I said, like I was already like from the moment I found, out, I was like, all right, and, and you know, like it was tough. But, like, you know, we went, it was a whole roller coaster of a situation before even my son was born. But, but I'm so. Hit on another note yeah. Because your son's sitting in the other room. But, <laughs> but there was a lot of, like. There was a lot of stuff that happened. When but, she, when they told us. Oh, yeah, sorry. When they told us, you know, my husband, my husband also had a child. Like, his first child is, um, was in his high school, his senior year. And he had to leave school. And then eventually there's GED later down in life. But. You know, so we understood that, but her folks being from the island and stuff, and they kind of, they were married, and Tiff was the last child that they had had, you know, it, it's, it was a different circumstance. So mm -hmm. the support at, in the beginning was a little shaky, mm -hmm. but um, towards the end, you know, as in some, and this, and we're keeping it real because mm -hmm. I supported them because I went through it. Mm -hmm. You know, you have a different... It's with any testimony. If you've gone through it, then you have a little more grace with that person. Right, right. With my parents, even though my mom had me when she was young, she was out of high school, and, and she got married to my dad. They were like 18 or 19. Mm -hmm. My dad was 20. She was 18 or something like that. Um, their hopes and aspirations for my life mm -hmm. were now... Going to be broken. Which broken. Was, yeah. And it was like... It's like what I just said, like... I knew the plan God had for Michael's life. I knew it wasn't blocked, but it just delayed. Right. Because I had already been through it. And I know sometimes that these children will take you down a whole different wonderful path mm -hmm. than you even thought. Um, excuse me, assassin. So, like, I'm just saying, like, sometimes yeah, there's it, a glitch in the plan for a reason. Yeah. And then when you when you have that principle, you understand that this life that has purpose. This yeah, This life it does. that you're carrying has purpose. That's right. And then you watch them grow. I'm like... She's still watching her kids grow. Like, mm -hmm. they're 10, 8, and 3. Mm -hmm. Mine is 30. Mm -hmm. My first is 30 years old. And to watch her journey in her life and the wisdom that she's obtained in her 30 years and mm -hmm. the trials and tribulations that she's gone through and the people that she's impacted and that she's touched, her life mattered and needed to be here. Mm -hmm. And... Who am I to have... Kind of derailed that because derailed of that plan of, Not even selfish, but... Because I just, you know. Yeah, but like again, and I've been on both spectrums. I've been on both ends of the spectrum, mm -hmm. you know, um, which we will talk about in another more yeah, intimate. intimate. We'll, yeah. bring, we'll bring this back. We're going to bring a couple people back because we want to get different perceptions, but um, we'll go a little bit deeper into it. But 
whatever choice that you make or yeah. whatever choice that you made today we're just talking about the difference of teen pregnancy to our last one so yeah. The difference now jumping forward, like we had the middle child, I had the middle, you had the middle child pretty close. I did, and I, I had mine I, at 20. I had, okay, so I had my first one at 17, and then I had my second one at 19. So both About of them the were teenage pregnancies. Yeah. And I, when I came up with that one, you know, it well, wasn't. I, I got pregnant with your husband when I was 19, 19 yeah. and then had him. When you were 20. 20 yeah. yeah, and I got pregnant when I was. 18 and got had him when I was 19. Yeah. So it was right on the brink, on yeah. the border of both. And, it's generational curse. That's a generational thing. We don't right, call it a curse. That's a generational thing, right yeah, there. Yeah, literally, like right on the hair. But, but um. Yeah, it, it, I I think uh, when I when I had my second son again, but it's it wasn't, easier. Yeah, I think because, because you, you already have, know you yeah. can do it. Like yeah. you know. What, not you're doing, saying you're you're doing, doing it. Exactly. You're doing it. You knew that, like at that point, we had our first little apartment. We were well, working my at mentality McDonald's. too was like, okay, I knocked it out of the way. I got a boy and I got the girl and I'm good and I don't got to have any more. Yeah, that and was yours. Mm -hmm. They're close in relation. They can play with each they other. They can play. They can hang, which wasn't the case because they hated each other. <laughs> now they love each other. But growing up, they were like, and, you know, like, but my, my thought process was, is I'm doing it. So let's do this. We're going to do it. And we're going to grow and we're going to be done. And, and then and then and we're just going to go from yep. there. And, and even Michael to this day, me and Michael, my husband. We'd be like, that's all right because we're gonna retire earlier. Yeah. When all the, my friends' kids thing. are just going through their kids in middle school, high school, we're gonna be in retirement. Like, all our kids are grown, we're yeah. chilling and be able to live our lives. Like, yes, we didn't get to, you know, be all out willy nilly in the 20s, but we can do it in our 30s, 40s. But you when know we got what? the money to set it up. Come on now. Come on. Okay. Come on. That was, that's what we're gonna we do. We're gonna be young, hot, sexy in the 50s <laughs> traveling. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because fun. I mean, like, okay, I'm just, you know, I have to throw my nasty little humor in here. <laughs> For all you teenage moms that are having children right now in your late teens and early 20s, guess what? When your children grow up and go to high school and you're an empty nester, you're not going to be in your late 40s, early 50s. You're still sexy. You can walk around the house naked and not screech and scream. <laughs> you can look at your then husband and be like, ooh, yeah, babe, mm-hmm. Or you can look at your significant other and be like, yeah, babe, you got it going on. Now, <laughs> you had your child when you were like 40. Mm -hmm. That child is going to get out and you're going to be, you're going to be old. It's true. When, it's a bit, when the child I feel is like born, I keep talking people out. <laughs> I didn't mean you're gonna be old. I just mean you know you're gonna be older. Which means you're gonna be more like in, okay. Let's let's correct. You're gonna be more towards nursing home age than versus more like time. going out and traveling yes. the world. Yeah, I understand that. You know, like I heard Mick Jagger. Do you know who he is? It got, it, no, yes, I do. Start me up. Not that song, but I do know. Okay, he had a child when he was like seventy years old. Sixty. How old is that man? He had a child. He's still the child is young. The child is like your son's age. And he's like, that's tough. He's like going to eighty something. I, I don't know. I don't could, come I after me, Mick Jagger fans. But I'm just saying, that's like, tough. why not enjoy your older years and have and all that? I mean, children and then are enjoy blessing. your grandkids. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And enjoy your like once you get older, and then like you got you have a window of time, hopefully, that you can just enjoy yourself. And then your grandkids will come, but you're still young enough to kind of enjoy that. Oh, as well. let me tell you about grandchildren because <laughs> they're here. But they're going home. 
They don't live with me. They're going home with their mother. And that and that's yeah. one thing I I you know I'm so what I just feel so blessed. You? Don't play with me. Listen. You better break that. Listen, I'll tell you something. Like I said from the beginning, if that happens, I will be there for any one of my children. I but I hope that doesn't. I pray against it, whatever the case may be. But at the same time, you know, and like, you know, it's definitely from being 17 and then now, let's let's jump forward to our last children. Oh, you know, like, I start? like, yeah, let you go ahead with the last kid. You had your last child, and you were still in your twenties. You're still in your twenties. I'm talking to you like you're thirty something. I'm thirty something. It's fine. I was thirty two, so that's quite a time difference from seventeen to getting pregnant at nineteen, and then having him at twenty, and then now we're jumping twelve years ahead. So I'm thirty two years old now, mm -hmm. and it's funny though because when I got pregnant, I was coming out of a, a kind of a dark place because my dad had just passed away from colon cancer and we bought a house mm -hmm. so my dad died in october of 2003 2004 march 2004 we bought a house so we were like you know buying a house is crazy mm -hmm. you just bought one and yeah. you're like tempers are flaring and you're not meaning to yell at your significant other but you're just kind of like everything's short and then you're trying to do floors and you're trying to paint and then like, it's just stressful and you're trying to buy new furniture and you're just trying to set up your new nest mm -hmm. and make it home. And so one weekend, I just said, stop skirt. We are gonna put everything on hold. I sent Michael, her husband, to his little friend's house, Daniel's house. Mm -hmm. I sent Shay off somewhere. I said, go party, do whatever you do in high school, wherever, or you wouldn't have been at a party. <laughs> I sent her somewhere, she went somewhere. I pretty much made it known to my kids because we were kind of open family. I was like, me and dad are going to lock ourselves in the bedroom and we ain't coming out. They were very open. We ain't having a couple weekend. We went and bought food. I'm talking about food. I'm talking about like chips, snacks, <laughs> whipped cream. I'm done. Wine. You're gonna have a good time, is pretty much what you said. She's looking at me off camera. This I'm talking about the youngest one. This is the day she was conceived. Oh Lord. <laughs> we just we locked ourselves up for the whole weekend and we had fun. Mm -hmm. We had a good time. We do what couples do. You know how I do. Mm -hmm. We do it we we do what people do. So I actually, you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna come back and ask you. I took a bath. After the whole shenanigan of, of we confessed, mm -hmm. and I sat in the tub and I was like yelling out to my husband. He was in the bedroom watching TV, and I was like, "I think I'm pregnant." And he was like, "How would you know mm -hmm. you're pregnant from this weekend?" And I was like, "I think." Like at that very moment of being in the bathtub, I was like, "I think I just conceived," and he was like. <laughs> How many of y'all? I know this is a thing. Yeah. Did you feel like this? I did. And, but remember, so prior to my daughter being born, my husband and I, we had, or I think, you know, part of this kind of, but we have been through a, quite a few miscarriages. And so when. Uh, oh, that's another podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. But we've been through quite a bit. And so uh, we had just gotten to our first TV station. We'd actually had a miscarriage a couple months prior to us finding out that we were pregnant with her. Um, so I had the feeling that I was pregnant, but I was like, God, no. 
I don't know what you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if this is like a real thing right now. I don't know if I should be happy, if I should you know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't you know what I mean? And then a couple weeks went by, I took my test, oh yep, I was pregnant. And I told Michael by putting the pregnancy test in his shoe. And <laughs> I didn't because this is the thing. Prior to this, when I got Wait, pregnant, why did he have to put a pregnancy test in his shoe? Because we had company at our house. Daniel was oh, visiting. Oh, I thought you meant like he like it was some. Never mind. I thought you was like put it in your shoe. We're gonna make it go away. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I hid it in his shoe. We were going to a theme park. Okay, like Daniel, standing on God's word. Right. Like, I, I guess know, yeah. I stand know. on it. No, girl. We. <laughs> actually, actually, when she was conceived, we actually had went to Reese Church for the first time a couple months, like July. Yeah, so we had went to um, church a couple weeks prior. The first time we went to Reese Church, they had a the the the, the message was about. Um, be fruit, like pretty much be fruitful and multiply. That's literally what it was about. Literally, that's what it was about. It was talking about this is the year of like it was talking about like the message was like spot on. Talking about miscarriage. It was talking about a lot of stuff. And um, and I was like, all right. You're and then like, oh crap, I'm pregnant. No, 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 not <laughs> the message. But like it just, I don't know. But anyways, literally the next month I found out I was pregnant. And I was like, all right, well, God, if this is it, then this is you know, you right. know, at this point we had already talked about like you know, okay. What you know, it, just whatever. So either way, um, you know, which we'll talk touch on another podcast about miscarriages and all that stuff and some other things. Like touch on it now. I know. We'll talk. But listen, you gotta tune in, guys. Yeah, for like two hours. We'll tune into another podcast because it's a long one. But uh, you know, when I found out that I was like I said, we had company over, and I didn't want to necessarily. I didn't really want to. I didn't really want to make a whole video and do all these things because I had done that when we had a miscarriage. That is a, that is a podcast because before I got pregnant with my youngest, mm. the last pregnancy I had prior to that was maybe a couple years before I got pregnant with mm -hmm. her. I had a miscarriage because we were in a car accident. Mm -hmm. I remember my I had a, they, my whole seat was twisted and I had got an x-ray and the guy was like is there any possible possibility that you could be pregnant and I was like no but I was I was pregnant and then I literally was just about to hit the 12 week 12 week mark of my pregnancy and then I miscarried and mm -hmm. I just cried and cried and cried so that's also mm -hmm. when you've suffered miscarriage a miscarriage or miscarriages because I had one prior to that too mm -hmm. when you go through that when you're pregnant again it's kind of like I'm pregnant. Yeah. But is this going to end? In, in tragedy and joy. In tragedy and joy. And then, like, for the first trimester, you're just like... Yeah. You're yeah. like, you're like, clink, clink. Yes. Like, like, you're like, I can't, I can't go, I can't. Nope. I, I can't, we're not, we're not having sex. We are not I'm not, anything I'm not, right now. I don't even want to wipe, honestly. <laughs> is wiping going to cause me to have this? Like, yeah. you don't want to move, you yeah. don't want to walk, you just kind of want to, because you want the child. But you don't know what, you don't, what was causing the miscarriages. miscarriages. For most circumstances, Well, I knew that know. one was the was accident, accident, but the yeah. one prior to, I didn't know what it was. So, mm -hmm. you just kind of like, well. You got to be safe in you all You got to be safe, and you, and you got to, you got to, you got to be the protector. Yeah. 
So it kind of goes back to, because when you're 17 and you're pregnant with the first one, you're protected for a whole different reason. You're protected, you're right. young, you're, you're like, I got a life in me, this is a huge responsibility, I right. never had a child. Now you're like into your umpty-ump child and, and you've had miscarriages. And now you're protected because you don't you, know if your body's going to be able to hold this baby. Yeah. So when I got pregnant with her, like I knew I got pregnant with her and then I was like, but also because I had so many, um, after the miscarriage, I thought you I had. Spotting, right? No, 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 I'll get to that point. But after I had the, the one miscarriage from the accident, mm -hmm. there was other times I thought I was pregnant. Uh -huh. But I had a, a bad period. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know, you know, mm -hmm. you start walking down that iffy, iffy game. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, am I really pregnant? Even though you know that you know that you know, like I knew that I knew that I knew in the time that I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. But then like I waited like a month. <laughs> so like I missed my period. So I knew that I knew that I knew that I was pregnant, but I kind of like when I when I missed my period, I kind of like threw it out there to my husband and I was just kind of like, well, um, like I missed my period. And he goes, so what does that mean? And I was like, I'm, I'm late. And he was like, well, how late are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm just late, like a couple days. And he was like, okay, well, that's happened before. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking, you know, because we want our husbands to be mind readers. So right. I'm just kind of right. like. I'm like, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, didn't I just tell you, like, a month ago, tub. in the tub, Hello. that I, I, I was pregnant, like, you ain't taking me seriously right now, mm -hmm. so, then I'm going to work, and I'm having, like, you know, you start getting the breast tenderness, and they were itching, my, my boobs were itching like crazy, mm -hmm. like, I was literally, I was working in a doctor's office, so I was in the filing room, and I was, like, just like scratching them like almost to a point of rawness and then like I didn't feel like I felt a little nauseous and I told one of my co-workers because my husband wasn't taking me seriously y'all so I pulled my co-worker aside the one that I like to talk to at that time at work and I was like you know what I'm kind of thinking I might be pregnant she's like do you have a, an appointment I was like yeah actually today but I went we had just moved up here so I had got a new primary and she told me I was fat and she said, but I was gaining weight because I was pregnant. And she was like, oh, you need to go on the South Beach diet. And I'm like, I'm pregnant. Like, mm -hmm. you're just not listening. Like, because I told her, she's like, is there a possibility? I was like, yeah, there's a possibility. But she didn't want to test me. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was going to OB. And then I went to the OB later that day. Normal OB checkup. And I'm thinking, you know, mm -hmm. that little pap smear can trigger stuff. So yeah. I was like, and I told her, I said, well, first off the bat, before you start, start doing, doing anything thing, down there. I think mm -hmm. I may be pregnant. And she goes, okay. And I was like, I miscarried prior to this. And mm -hmm. she was like, okay. Mm -hmm. So then I told her I was having pain. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, all right, we're going to schedule an ultrasound. She was like, I need you to pee in this cup. And I'm like, okay. So I peed in the cup and... I didn't even think about it. We got so and wrapped up in the, you know, because I was having the MDD issues and, and, you know, she's like, we're going to check this, we're going to check that, you need to get a mammogram, da, 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 And then at the end, she was like, come in my office and I'm going to write the script and everything. And then I sat down and she goes, well, your plan of care has changed. And I was like, why? Mm -hmm. You know, at this point, I'm just, now I was like, a, like over a week late, like mm -hmm. maybe a week and a half. And, you know, you just don't want to believe it because... The miscarriages else, yeah. and everything. So, you know, I wasn't expecting it at that point. I was, but I wasn't. And she and I figured if, if she had known, she would have told me in the room. Mm -hmm. And she, she handed me the pregnancy test. She's like, you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I was like, mm 
I knew it. I knew it since the bathtub. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And then I was like, you're going to have to write that on a piece of paper because my husband is not going to believe that I'm pregnant. Mm -hmm. Even with the pregnancy test, he's going to think I had somebody piss on a stick. <laughs> and um, yeah. so she wrote, yes, you are pregnant. <coughs> Excuse me. And I was like, well. There it is. And then I took it home to my husband and he goes, I don't believe it. And I handed him the <laughs> paper. <coughs> I don't have COVID. <laughs> I've been talking without water. And I was like, we're pregnant. I told you. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt like I told you mm -hmm. in the bathtub. Mm -hmm. And you ain't, want, you ain't want to hear me. You don't want to hear me. And then I told you in the bathroom again that I was late. Mm -hmm. um, needless to say. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, she brought me, I was depressed. My dad had died, so... She really, I was in a very dark place, so she kind of really drew me out of mm -hmm. a dark place. Not that you want to use your child to draw you out, but I think God, God knows where you're at. Yeah. And I think he places people in places and things, and places you in different places, and places different things in your life mm -hmm. to help guide you. And sometimes we think we're here for our children, mm -hmm. but when really, I guess my overall experience is that my children really saved me. Mm-hmm. From a lot, like all three of them, at whatever whatever point of, of of my life that I was in, my my children having my children saved me from my stupid self and my stupid actions, and in turn, God gave me the grace and the mercy and the ability and the time that I have it to be able to. I wasn't the perfect parent, and that's why we're on here because we're real moms. Mm -hmm. We're not AKA bad moms. Right, yeah, we're real moms. <laughs> we're real moms yeah. with real issues, and, we, and we're trying. Yeah, so, it's all you can do. It's all you can do, but yeah. now here we are 15 years later. Yep, and when when I when I found out that I was pregnant with- You want burping? <laughs> Sorry, that's okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm done. When I found out I was pregnant with my daughter, like a couple months prior, I had just had a miscarriage, and we had just moved to Texas when I had that last miscarriage prior to being being um, pregnant with my daughter. And um, I remember getting to that post, <coughs> to the military post we were on, we were actually stationed at Fort Hood, and I remember calling them when I, when I first got pregnant, the first time, the, the time before this last one, and saying, hey, I've had miscarriages prior to this, I really need to come in as soon as possible, I'm a high-risk pregnancy, mm -hmm. and they didn't take me serious. Yeah. And they were like, You didn't well, even tell us until no, you I got didn't. past. They didn't even say anything to family until after the 12-month yeah. mark. The 12-week mark, but that was with Bella. I'm talking about the pregnancy right before her. Oh. There was a pregnancy right, I don't know if yeah. you know that. There was a pregnancy right before yeah. Bella. And I, when we first got to Fort Hood, we found out we were pregnant, and I called them and I was like, I really need to come in. You know, I was high risk. I've had a couple miscarriages prior to this and they don't know why. And they were like, ah, okay, we'll make an appointment a couple weeks out. And, and yeah. You didn't make it. I didn't make it. I didn't make it. I, I ended up having to go in and, you know, do ultrasounds to make sure everything was clear outside. You needed DNC and all this stuff like that. So, you know, this next time that I got pregnant with her and I found out, it was a day we were going to a theme park. My husband's best friend, Daniel, was coming to So you were like, I am not getting all right. Well, like, I didn't know how to take it, you know what I'm saying? Because at this point, we were on, what, miscarriage number eight? Yeah. You know, and so we kind of just, I, 
I didn't know how to take it, so I would. Do you think like, that IUD was a contributing factor? That's a whole other situation. Yes yeah. and no. I don't. I don't that's know. It's a, it's a whole other podcast. That's another podcast about miscarriages and loss. I think we should do a podcast about that yeah. for sure. But um, especially that this month is uh, uh, pregnancy loss awareness month. Is it? It is. I thought it was breast cancer awareness. No. Yeah, October's breast cancer too. But it was. I know it's okay. Lost. But anyways, okay. Yeah. So we had um, actually, I gave him the test. And he, I could tell he didn't know how to take it either because it's kind of like, you know, we've just been through so many losses. And so uh, we went to the theme park and I did, I did, I was a lot more cautious than probably, like, you know, probably the, the, if I was going and I didn't know I was pregnant. But um, I did go on a couple of rides, but then I did start feeling like motion sickness and stuff like that that I normally don't have for roller coasters. And then after that, um, I called up the doctor's office, like, that, because that was the weekend. And I was like, listen, Y'all had a chance a couple months prior. We need to make this happen. And they were like, okay, yeah, you're on high risk ward. And I had a whole nother, like I had two doctors for like, like it was, it was a whole thing. I had visits a lot more frequent and I didn't tell any family until I was past the 12 month mark. Because at this point we've lost a couple of pregnancies and I didn't want to keep having to go through explaining to everybody yeah. everything over and over again. Like the, the, the first one that, no, I had a mis. The first public miscarriage that I had was, well, I was 12 weeks, which was the one where I had given my family all these picture frames with a picture of my boys and then a picture with their Santa sitting on Santa's lap and saying, you know, baby coming and such and such. I think it was like another September baby or something. I don't even know. And uh, I don't remember what month that was, but it, it doesn't matter. I'd given that to them and then not even a few weeks later. I had a miscarriage right when my grandfather died. So it was definitely, and then was ended up being, having to go to the hospital due to hemorrhaging and all kinds of stuff. So it, you know, so I decided, we had decided that we were gonna wait. Mm-hmm. And then once we reached the 12 week mark, we did the ultrasound and found out they she was healthy. They came down for Christmas. And is that, no, we told you, did we tell you on the phone? We no, told you, you told us oh, when yeah, we came out to it. Texas. No. No, you told the us gender, the, the gender When we came down, yes. They well, told I us told we came out to Texas. Phone. We told you over the phone because we recorded everybody's response. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. We recorded it and made a video of our search to tell everybody. You know why I keep stressing the Texas thing? Because I have you on video holding your belly. Yeah. You're walking when I have purple hair. Right, that's when yeah. you came up. That was yeah. after you had already yeah. found the gender. We'd that's already right. found out all yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, it was definitely a, definitely a different experience from my first. And at this point now. I'm slumping. It's My legs hurt. At, at oh, this Jesus. point, though. Okay. At this point, though, you know, from compared to my first pregnancy and my last pregnancy, at this point, we had more stability because my husband was fresh into the military. Before, we were off of McDonald's salary and, like, you know, things like that. So it wasn't, like, as uh, stable. So I knew that if we could survive after both of of us living so frugally, I know we wouldn't have any issues in this in that standpoint funny too like the first two for me and i know kind of i remember the backlash with y'all the first two when you're younger they're just kind of like when when you had the first one they're like oh what what you did did." and then the second one that comes they're like really you didn't learn your lesson yeah they're like really yeah really you're not even into your but the third one that comes oh my god i'm gonna be honest guys i did not believe anybody's excitement for my pregnancy I mean, 
We were. Uh, except for like a I was excited with the middle no, child. Listen, except for a handful of people, yes. I did not believe a lot of people's excitement for my last pregnancy. And I think it was because even when I had that public miscarriage, when I announced it to some people, I'm going to name any names, but they were not excited. They, they didn't want to say nothing rude because they knew that I already had two kids and they knew they couldn't tell me no different because I was married. But I could tell on their faces that that's not how they really felt. Like, you know, and so when I, yeah, so when I had lost that pregnancy, I definitely was kind of like, so now with this one, with my daughter, um, you know, I didn't want... Speaking of children, <laughs> my 30-year-old is trying to quietly... Yes, come on, say hi. This is my 30-year-old, y'all. Yeah, this we were is the one who saved earlier. me from being an assassin. <laughs> That's her. I don't know if you're in it or not. Come on over, Shay. <laughs> this is her. This is my baby. The best looking child. Oh, oh my, my gosh. <laughs> She's got perfect teeth. Yes, mom's Only by the perfect teeth God. like three times in this podcast. She I really does. Have you looked at her teeth? I did, I do. I had to get whole braces and everything. And now they love my teeth out here in these streets. Oh, really? It's, it's, the smile, oh it's the smile, Shay. Oh my gosh. She so. clutches her smile and she gets all the hoes. <laughs> I was trying to refrain from saying that. Don't be putting my business out like no, that. No, you know, that's, uh, you know, Look, I've been making. That's who I am in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, obviously that's a whole other situation. <laughs> that was Shay. She's awesome. So, anyways, fun fact: she's the one that introduced me officially to my husband, who's her son. Yeah. Side note. But anyways, so. Control and the family was it? We are family. Because we have to sing. I got all my sisters with me. focus so yeah I honestly didn't feel like it was genuine and and I was very emotional like I'm not a very emotional person no. I'm really not I don't really cry I don't really do all of that but um, I didn't realize how much my previous pregnancies and people's reactions to them affected me until I was pregnant with my daughter and people were joyous you know what I mean and I didn't believe them because I was kind of like PTSD-ish like I didn't I didn't I couldn't take it as for real and then I think I remember one time even like saying that to one of my family members like I don't I feel like it's baloney like I don't and they were like no I'm I'm I'm, I'm genuinely happy I'm genuinely you know it took them to like reiterate it and then even to proof in the pudding because I'm a proof in the pudding kind of girl yeah. for me to really be like okay they are genuinely happy for us you know, because again, you have to be careful how you, when, you, when you continuously show somebody one thing, don't be mad when they expect that from you again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even if time has passed, if that's Especially all I know. When it comes to something as sensitive as a pregnancy. Yes. Fact. You know? Fact. And I feel like on that last child, that, you know, everybody, and I, that was probably the biggest baby shower I had. Maybe not. Maybe. I, have a, I didn't have a baby shower. No. But it was like, it was just all the way around, it was. It was a it was a better it was a better uh, emotional response from family. Yes. But, so I don't want to take up too much more of you guys' time, but that pregnancy, my last pregnancy, I had I actually did have bleeding. Mm -hmm. I had bleeding, and you know when you have bleeding during your pregnancy, you're like, oh my god, oh no, like mm -hmm. not again, what's going on? I mean, like like a period kind of bleeding, mm -hmm. and they were like, we don't know 
why you're bleeding, but everything looks okay. Mm -hmm. um, and then at one point they tried to say that she's going to have kidney problems. And I was like, I bind and rebuke that. And I would get down on my hands and knees and pray to God every night mm -hmm. that she didn't have kidney problems. But later to come find out, I have a very sensitive cervix. Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, needless to say, they put me on bed rest. She's fine. She came. Everything was good. She didn't have kidney issues. Mm -hmm. She has mental issues. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm done. I love her. Yeah. She's no. a little cuckoo. No. And with but, um, yeah, with my with my last one saying like I said, it was totally different from my other kids. I was in and out of the hospital with my pregnancy with Bella, not because of bleeding, but because of like I I was having really bad cramps and pains, shooting pains, and I really thought like I was going into premature labor, but it turns out I had kidney stones. And then yeah. I was hospital. That's then, like giving birth in itself. It is. And I literally spent half the time at the hospital in the waiting room, even though I had a high-risk pregnancy. Again, military life. Um, if y'all military wives out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter. Um, and then I was in and out of it because of migraines and dehydration. And mm -hmm. I was, I was, that last pregnancy took, very, took a big toll on me when it came to oh, like swipe. yeah oh yeah and then, and then she, i was having sympathy yeah like that was weird i come out as soon as i hit as soon as my feet touched the dusty texas ground dusty texas well because that's what you call it <laughs> as soon as it hit the dusty texas and i love texas Me too, it I just it um I, I was like i instantly gained 10 pounds my ankles instantly swelled it Remember? Did swell up. That's my right. ankles swelled up and then she went because they had to promote her birth yeah they, they, had, to, her they had to sweep her cervix and when she did that no joke i had my daughter with me and we were out there and i literally fell to the chair in pain and my youngest was like what's wrong with you and i was like i just got the worst pain they were sweeping my cervix shooting in my uterus and she was like why and i text i literally texted tip mm -hmm. and i was like did you just have a contraction because mm -hmm. i was having contract i was having sympathy contraction pain mm -hmm. and i was like did you just have contractions she's like no they just swiped my cervix so i was like i felt that <laughs> i remember that. and i thought it was so weird it's it was really just so weird but yeah. she she did she had um but she's here yeah, she's, she's beautiful here. She's, she's a great. she's a Alright, the youngest the youngest ones are the firecrackers. The yes. youngest ones are going to try and test every little tiny bit of yes. your patience. The first ones, the oldest, oh yeah, they're, they're very diligent. They fall in line, they listen, they become the leaders of the family, they yeah. feel like they're the responsible ones for yeah. everybody and you saw my, my oldest just chime in on this little video. I'm sure we'll we'll pull her in one day. We'll yeah. talk about the different age levels. The middle child is always like they just existed. <laughs> but the youngest ones, they're like, they challenge your authority on oh, every single level mm -hmm. there is. But you know what? I'm I don't so know. I, don't, I wouldn't change. No, nothing. Not a thing. Not a thing. Not a thing. And then look at all the wonderful people they're bringing into my life. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. I think one. this is the longest podcast we've done. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Hopefully you guys are still listening listening and hanging <laughs> in there with us. Um, we would like to come back and touch on this because, I mean, obviously there's so much more involved. Like you could get into the oldest, middle, youngest, and mm -hmm. all the ones in between. Mm -hmm. You can get into, definitely want to tap into the miscarriage aspect if you had a miscarriage or an abortion mm -hmm. um and let's talk about abortion yeah um 
we also want to kind of get into we have uh, my other daughter um, who's from my husband she just had a child and this is her first child and then we have my niece who's on her second child but they gave birth literally within a couple of weeks literally. and they had two totally different birthing experiences during COVID during COVID so yeah. we want to tap on that and they also had different um, experiences with breastfeeding one tried and one you know one went to formula and one is a cow machine now <laughs> so <laughs> well hopefully we'll have them on here soon to kind soon. of talk with you guys and and just you know get other aspects i mean like you can see you know we have two different experiences mm -hmm. pretty similar teen mm -hmm. parents but obviously different um, age groups. And My kids are still going period, through yeah. different time periods, and but stuff it's like still that. the same emotion, it as is. you can see. So I think universally across the board, like if you're a mom, man, just just do what you can do every single day that God wakes you up and gives you it's breath of chance. life. Just chance. do the best that you can do that day. Yeah, don't worry about the next. Don't day. worry just about the day best. before. Don't worry about the mistakes you already made. Don't worry about whatever you may have caused. You learn know, just learn from it. And learn going. from it and just you know. Take the next day and just build on that and say today, yesterday was today. Yesterday I had a meltdown. But today, we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of those. Yesterday I had a meltdown, but today we're going to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. You know, so, it is what it is. It but is what it is. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in again with another episode of Real Moms from, from the, the Block. Block. She's Tiffany. And I'm Leah Lola. And we just thank you. Don't forget to hit that like. And that subscribe button and that notification button. And don't forget to follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. <laughs> and this is your last chance to enter our Instagram contest to yes. get a free Starbucks card so you can try this magnificent pumpkin, pumpkin spice. spice cream cheese muffin. Warmed up. Warmed up. Warmed up. And have your favorite drink, fall drink, to go with it. Or just any drink. Maybe you want one of the little fruity drinks. I no, but if you order something off the secret menu, that's not my business. We just <laughs> here to bless you. Period. Period. So thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening on all streaming podcasts. Platforms. Pla I knew she was gonna mess that up. Platforms. Platforms, guys. Like I say protocols. I, I don't, don't know. know. That's that's <laughs> the that's the age. That's the brain fog of forty seven. But, but thank you for following us. Thank you for watching us, and thank you for tuning in. And until next time. I got a pint, got a pint of a sunshine. I want to know what it's all about. Whoa. <laughs> Do what you want, but you're never going to take me. Six, six, seven, 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 seven,